0: We are back. Uh, Welcome back to the square. I am your host, Curtis the fifth.
1: And I'm Curtis the fourth.
0: The amount of news that came out this week. It's been insane. And we'll get to all of it. Um, As you guys all know how this works by now, we start with the injury report. Then we'll dive into headlines and whatnot. Um, So let's start there. Injury report is, thank God, so short this week. Only five names are really on the list. Uh, I mean, I do have one Kansas City name, uh, basically. Noah Gray, ankle. uh, He injured that in the middle of the game uh, last week. uh, So just wanted to give him his honorable mention there uh, as they are now out. Uh, San Francisco as well. uh, Got two guys on the list, actually. Uh, Demetrius uh, Flanagan Fowles. uh, He injured his knee linebacker in uh, Dre Greenlaw. injured his calf in the game last week versus uh, the Rams. Um, really, these are the, t- these two teams are super healthy going into this next, th- this Super Bowl. Cincinnati and, and, and LA mm. only two injuries on, on the list for, or, or one injury on the list for both. And unfortunately they're actually pretty big pieces to both teams. Cincinnati CJ Uzama t- tight end goes down. Uh, and he actually is hopeful to play in the game. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, with his knee injury, I don't know if it's a knee sprain, a knee. I didn't hear yeah. what it he was. He, but his knee basically got blown out in that game. So, he they are hopeful though that he could return. Uh, whereas Tyler Higby, his MCL sprain, they are almost certain he will not be back. Uh, so both of them had uh, pretty nasty knee injuries, and both of them are in jeopardy of missing. Uh, whereas C.J. Uzama actually has some sort of a. Hope that he'll be back, whereas it is almost foregone conclusion Tyler Higby will not be playing in the Super Bowl.
1: And both guys are like fourth and fifth options in the <laughs> last game anyway. So it does not really matter at the end of the day.
0: I think it is a bigger deal if Sorry, CJ blocking. Well, no, for CJ Uzama specifically, because he's really Tyler Boyd is yeah, he's a third option technically, but Uzama's Mixon the third is a guy. <laughs> they don't like they don't really like throwing him the ball out of the backfield.
1: That's speaking of Tyler Boyd's production, though.
0: <laughs> I think that puts Mix at four. That puts Tyler Boyd at five and Uzama at third. Because Uzama's kind of his check down. I'll quickly just dump it off that to That only
1: came as of late. Yeah, He was not doing that in the season now. But all. he's
0: gotten way more comfortable with Uzama in the last four, five, six weeks. Uh, Uzama
1: just... is the plan B of the team. That's when they can't get the quick strikes. Uzama time. Now checking down. With <laughs> Which is huge.
0: Guy. That's that's a very big piece of a lot of p- teams' offenses. So if he's not able to go or he's not able to be 100% for this game, that's going to be a major, major hit for them. Um, but let's get to the headlines. There's uh, some some stuff to talk about. There's quite a quite a bit to get to. Yeah. <sighs> Trying to figure out which which way I want to attack this because there's there's a lot of depressing and upsetting news to get to, uh, as well as some s- some nicer things to talk about. Um let's get this one out of the way for sure. Uh Damon Arnett uh was arrested this past week, uh jailed for his gun charges. Damon Arnett uh, from the Las Vegas Raiders this season mm-hmm. was eventually cut by them uh because of his he put up a stupid video uh threatening people with drugs, guns and all this stuff. Uh that was in the midst of the multiple DUI uh charges that were filed against guys on that on that roster. So Yep, Damon Arnett, uh is officially now cut by Kansas City. He was actually cut by Kansas City just before the uh the championship game because uh he has now been arrested and is officially being charged uh with in in this uh allegation. So Looks like he will not be back in the NFL anytime soon. Uh, See if he can clear up some of this stuff and and get back into the league. Uh, Otherwise, he's basically done. Um, So just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, So let's talk about something a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, There was a couple of retirements uh, that happened over this uh, past week. I don't know if anybody's heard. I mean, they're pretty quiet. Nobody really... discussed any of this already i heard about any (laughs)
1: retirements still i'm talking about i'm still dealing with the funeral the week of (laughs) yeah uh
0: well officially uh ben roethlisberger announced his retirement uh this past week before the uh afc nfc championship games and then right after that (laughs) we well the day of the games we got the report that he was thinking about retiring uh and and that that was a possibility and then adam schefter actually this before the games tweeted out that yeah he plans on it and and that was kind of the the topic of conversation uh, all of last weekend <laughs> and then we get to monday and he still hasn't officially retired still hadn't talked to to the tampa bay buccaneers or anything like that um and then just a couple of days later he goes puts up a post on uh instagram uh thanking the the bucks organization and his family and a lot of other people, excluding uh, New England in in that post, uh, did later put up an Instagram story thanking Bill Belichick and, and the New England organization. Uh, but Tom Brady is done. Tampa Bay, I, that, that one is the one that shocks me because I really did think that he was going to try to come back and play year 45 out. And. That would have been, I think that would have been his send off year, whether they would have tried to make it to the Super Bowl or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one actually shocked me. Well, well, it shocked me when the initial report that he was thinking about retiring came out. When he yeah. actually did it, didn't shock me as much because I really, once the the thought process came out, I was like, okay, the only reason why this is a thing is because he actually is thinking about it this time. It's not like this is a unfounded report. And so that's when I was like, okay, this is probably true. So once he officially did it, then I was like, okay, like I'm not surprised, but congrats and and I I'm just I I'm struggling to figure out what football without Tom Brady is going to look like.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have never seen I've that, never
0: seen it. Dark side. Of- <laughs> Which is funny because I've also I've been a major Tom Brady fan my entire football watching career, so I, I haven't seen it as this bleak time in <laughs> in NFL history as a lot of other NFL fans do. uh I've been just watching it for the greatness that is 10 Super Bowl visits, seven Super Bowl championships. like that that literally does not happen. He has had two Hall of Fame careers in one. And I've gotten to witness the whole damn thing.
1: Yeah, man, he's he's gonna be the LeBron James of the NFL. I mean,
0: <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? But what what do you, what wow. is where does Tampa go from here? <laughs> Back
1: where they started <laughs> two <laughs> years ago, middle of the pack. You like, know, did they know this going into the season that he possibly could have
0: thought about this?
1: Or Actually, they they're kind of in some uncharted territory because for the first time, probably in about. Nine seasons, they are faced with not having not only Tom Brady but no Jameis Winston either. So I don't know what
0: the <laughs> identity of Tampa Bay but is these the, days. They have a Super Bowl contending roster with no quarterback. Oh, I'm sorry, they have Kyle Trask. <laughs> like, are we are with we really no are really <laughs> quarterback like that's?
1: And hey, Trask we don't. Trust. Do you
0: think that they should? look If we're going to talk about having uh, a lesser quarterback at the helm. With this roster, do we do we go trade uh, for Davis Mills? Stop. Kyle trash for Davis stop. Mills? Stop! 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 No, stop, don't stop, do it. Stop. I know where you're going with this. Do not it do this. Just, do not do this.
1: <laughs> it do just
0: happened. happened. <laughs> it just happened. Do not. Did this I, really just click in your this, head right now? How did I not? <laughs> see? I'm. Uh, this oh, has no. been
1: a very busy. He's gonna week. do this. <laughs>
0: If oh, you say the name that I think you're thinking, oh, no. Look here, y'all. <laughs> Look,
1: I heard this very weird report. And the, the team they were bringing up, I, I, I wasn't feeling this at all. I was just like, God, I just don't think it's a good fit. But the, the Tampa Bay, let, let y'all better hear, hear hear me out, America. <laughs> you already know where this is going.
0: Yeah, I, I do it. I want to turn off your mic. There is nobody <laughs> out there.
1: You're not gonna find anything in the draft. Who's the backup again? Don't do this, Kyle who? Trask. Okay, was he the only one who? I think 30? he's the only quarterback on the roster. Kyle Trask. The draft. There's not a lot of go- stuff going on in not the free agency. There's not a lot of stuff going on in free agency. There's a franchise trying to do oh my to give somebody away. <laughs> Look,
0: come on. Do I need to finish or you gonna finish this book? No, you're gonna finish it. I'm not gonna say the name because <laughs> I know exactly what it is.
1: Look, <laughs> look, Tampa, look, after you exhaust all of your options and all your resources, and you need to circle the wagons and come back. All I'm saying is there's a deal on the table. <clears throat> Jimmy G is ready. What better way is to have to understudy? Come <laughs> right behind the man. And take this team Places they ain't never been Which is to the Super Bowl On track C (laughs) They ain't gonna be on the A track But we gonna do the same thing down here We gonna get to the same destination I'm just saying I could see this man getting over here And backdooring Tampa Bay Into the damn Super Bowl No 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 (laughs) Coupled with There's going to be some kind of stumble in LA (laughs) because I'm not by no way putting that, taking that aside. All I'm saying, what do you do to keep Tampa Bay afloat? That's all I'm saying. I think he would be the best option. I'll leave it at that. (sighs) That's available right now.
0: Well, there's many options available. I mean, they could go get Deshaun Watson if they really wanted to.
1: Nah, I ain't going to sell the farm. They, they don't been, they don't have any more money like this they can, I, I don't see no way i just don't see it they brought back 22 starters they backed the, the year before right. <laughs> like making and, can... and just for three number ones and i know they're gonna want players that just i think they're gonna do, they, no it. just <laughs> that doesn't make I'm like if I'm top of bay I'm like look we've invested in all of this and now i'm going to give up three number ones just to secure this quarterback these dude's gonna drop off that's all around you anyway it's just it's it's a bad deal I, I I get it. It's a great fit, talent wise, but it's just I, I don't know what type of wizardry they think they're gonna try to pull off the second time. I just don't think it just doesn't. I don't like sense.
0: that for I don't like it for Jimmy G because the the whole sentiment the entire year and I already know what the ESPN headline is gonna be. Oh, can Jimmy G do do what what Papa Brady could have did with this team? Can he take him to the Super Bowl? And that's going to be the only they're not going to give Jimmy G the props when he wins games. They're like just like they're doing in San Francisco. They're not going to give him the props then. They're not going to they're they're not going to just take what he's been doing week in and week out for what it is. It's just going to be a way to keep Tom Brady in the news cycle while he's not playing football. And at this point, yes, I, I have I have enjoyed every single second of Tom Brady's career. I have watched numerous, so many games that had Tom Brady featured in it. Some that I was rooting for him, and, and most that I was rooting for him, and some that I was rooting against him, and he's one of them. And it's not that I'm tired of hearing about him, but if he's retired, I want to talk about the guys that are freaking on the field. I don't want to keep doing this comparison to ghosts that are not in the NFL anymore.
1: That is what we do
0: here, in the NFL, okay? No, 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 no. That is what they do. That's not what we do here. We talk about the the, the product that's on the field.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you who the real joke who was, okay?
0: No, I'm just going. Go ahead. <laughs> So I I don't like that because that just because that's going to be the the topic of a conversation all of the 2022-2023 season and I, that's not what I want to be talking about. I want to if I, what I want to be talking about is just Jimmy G doing something for his for his team this year and what he is doing. I don't want to have to keep comparing him to Tom Brady.
1: That's fine. You don't have to. And and, and that's that's more than fine. <laughs> What? What? The, that was an absurd story. They are talking about him going to Pittsburgh. I don't like that. That's the bad fit. That just doesn't fit at all.
0: I. Why would Pittsburgh not fit?
1: Why would it? It's just, well, just Let's let's
0: let's compare. Let's compare Pittsburgh to to San Francisco. Defense. They've got that that stud on defense in TJ Watt. It's They've got it's
1: not a good style of play. They just
0: their style not, of play is the exact same. It's we we will do everything. Well, it should be the exact same because for some reason they did not want to run the ball with Najee Harris this past season, but they do have him now. And he is one of the best running backs in the AFC right now. And yeah. let him come in and let let them run through Najee Harris. You can go get another running back. Call this it, the eye test.
1: it just it doesn't doesn't pass the eye test for me. It doesn't. Feel like, it doesn't feel like a good fit.
0: The issue with them is the fact that they don't have a wide receiver, but they don't have true wide receivers over in, uh, over in San Francisco either. I mean, Debo Samuel. It would be that weapon, and I guess you would equate that to Chase Claypool, which I don't like. Yeah. Uh, like, and then, wow. Okay. But I do like Pat Fryermuth. I mean, he's actually a pretty good tight end in in, in the AFC. I see. I see, I can see George Kittle. In there. Obviously, he's not George Kittle, but George Kittle is more of a blocking tight end. He's George Kittle's not the I'm going to. He, he's not George Kittle is not Travis Kelsey. Where I'm catching and I'm basically just this massive linebacker looking wide re, wide receiver the out last here.
1: Look, nobody was Kelsey. So
0: but exactly. That's what I'm saying. And so Pat Fryermoth is in that Travis Kelsey prototype, but he's not. He, obviously, he's not that skill. But he is that that type of player, so he is going to be a receiving tight end that can go out there and catch better than what I think George Kittle can do. Maybe I just I George Kittle to me he, his like value comes from being an extra lineman and his blocking ability and in his willingness to block. Mm-hmm. So that's where that comes from, in my opinion. Um, he is a decent. Ca- Pass catcher, obviously, and it's hard to bring him down, but that's because he's freaking two hundred eighty five pounds and runs basically a four six. Like he's right. so that, that's the that that would be the difference. I mean, I, I think Pat Fryermuth is probably slower, but he can catch the ball just the same. He runs routes probably better than George Kittle does. George Kittle just tries to go to a spot, whereas I think Pat Fryermuth actually has a route tree. Hmm. So I. I would I would say that he would be able to to utilize Pat Fryermuth. They would need a weapon. They would need a, another receiver out there and they would need to add another um running back. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I think that 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 fit would be just fine. And then you have even to me a way better head coach in Mike Tomlin. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm not seeing it like that. I don't know. Just, I don't I get. You it. just
0: don't like Pittsburgh and and I and I get that. You don't like Pittsburgh it's for not anybody. Not a good
1: fit, man. It just Jimmy G ain't that dude. Okay. I mean not for that. I mean could he make them better? And that was the whole point of the conversation. It was like is he better than Ben Roethlisberger? And they were like, "Yeah, but does he really move the needle?" I mean, he moves the needle, but it just it's not significant. And that's not just saying because of what he brings. It's just what he's going into. It's just Look, I, I would prefer him if he's gonna go somewhere competitive, go somewhere a little better than there. That's all. Right. I, that, that's all. I I'm don't really know about.
0: how we got to this conversation because this is more about Tom I, Brady's retirement. I Tom <laughs> Brady
1: retiring and there's an opening in Tampa, <laughs> and here we go. You know.
0: Yeah. So. so regardless, Tom Brady is now not going to be playing any more football uh, for for our enjoyment or despair uh, for some NFL fans. Um, and then one other retirement that went completely under the radar uh, with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks retiring. Uh, Brandon Graham, uh, d- defenseman for uh Philadelphia, he's retiring as well. He will not be playing uh any longer. So,
2: <laughs> so I know sure it's
0: Philadelphia, know. but Brandon Graham is a name that that does uh carry some weight in the NFL. So that's <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> do we get to let's let's run through some of the hiring that's happened over the last week week and a half and then we'll get to two just horrible stories that have broken over this last week okay um so let's go through the staff changes so far uh first things first i mean i I did this in chronological order so props to me round of applause for myself uh first things that (laughs) happened from our last conversation here about staff changes uh pittsburgh gm kevin colbert actually resigned so they are well he is expected to resign after the NFL draft. This is what this is the issue with Pittsburgh. Why? Why the hell would you let this man draft one more time just to put somebody else new to run the team? That's
1: how they do it in Pittsburgh.
0: Absolutely stupid. We saw the same thing a few years ago with uh Houston. Hmm. Why are we? It doesn't make sense. We saw the same thing with the Jets with Adam Gase. They they let the the GM from from your come in draft the team, then they fired him, put a new GM, and then they hired Adam Gase, and Adam Gase didn't want Le'Veon Bell, hmm. and I don't think anybody from that draft class is still on that team. It's like what that is it, it, Pittsburgh. That's stupid. I I don't understand it. Just if he's going to resign and step down, he should not have the autonomy to draft the, the 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 future of this franchise mm-hmm. so that's that um <laughs> we didn't get to talk about it last week uh because it happened just after we got off air new orleans head coach sean payton stepped down and he resigns i don't even and and it was funny because i mentioned it in last week's episode that that yeah. it was a possibility because he hadn't come back and then literally i posted the the episode and lit think Twelve hours later, news breaks. <laughs> he, he's stepping down as the, uh, from the head coaching position. You want all
1: inside, inside of track information about the NFL or any other <laughs> sports related thing? Just give us hit it the comments. <laughs> we'll just share some of our um, juicy secrets and the things that we just kind of hear about at water cooler. So
0: yeah, <laughs> Keep moving. On. I mentioned it. I, I said it, and it literally happened the very next day. <laughs> I, I remember. I was, I was like, shocked. <laughs>
1: I'm like this is a thing, you know.
0: Like <laughs> uh, you, you were looking at me when I was talking about it. Like ah, oh, that's not gonna happen. Uh, no, nah, uh, like, are you serious? <laughs> why
1: would he step down? <laughs> why wouldn't he step down? <laughs> I don't know How the hell would I know. You know like <laughs> obviously, I'm not following New Orleans, so
0: so after 16 season, he's done with New Orleans, and I, I'm just, I'm gonna say it right now. Or is New Orleans done with him? No, he was done with New, New Orleans. <laughs> uh, I, I'm saying it right now for the record. Sean Payton will be the Dallas head coach in
1: 2023.
0: Ah, damn. It's they Mike McCarthy is going to do everything to lose the job. Jerry Jones will eventually fire him. And boom, here comes hero Sean Payton in for the rescue. Now, keep in mind, since he is resigning and stepping down, New Orleans still does own the rights to Sean Payton if he does want to come back. So technically... I think anybody that hires him would either need to have some sort of discussion with New Orleans for New Orleans to either cut him or they w- would actually have to do a trade for a head coach, which I've never seen before. I know it's happened in the past, but I've never seen it. Um, so that would be interesting. But And mm-hmm. I think his contract goes through 2024, 2025. I can't remember. So.
1: wow, some some little wonky kind of way. This is like a coach's version of restricted free agency.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> what a twist. Um now, some actual hiring that happened last week started actually kicked off with uh Minnesota, sorry, it kicked off with Chicago. They actually made the first GM hire uh with um or sorry, not the first because uh, Joe Schoen was hired before, but mm-hmm. uh Chicago hired Ryan Poles from Kansas City as GM. Um so Former Kansas City executive for thirteen seasons, spent uh the last season with Kansas City as the player personnel director. Um, and then right after that, Minnesota goes and hires uh Chicago Scraps in Quasi Adolfo Mensa as their GM. Uh they actually wanted Ryan Poles as well. Uh mm-hmm. and Chicago said, Nope, we're not letting him go. And they hired him and he actually started at I think six AM the next day after mm-hmm. he after he was hired. So, um, Pretty quick turnaround there, but Quazio Dofo Mensa, uh, he actually his contract was released, uh, twelve million dollars for the next four years. He will be in Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, and he spent the last two seasons as Cleveland's uh, VP of Football Operations, um. So that's his background, uh, right there. Congrats, congrats. Uh, Denver actually made the first head coaching hire uh, with Nathaniel Hackett being their new head coach. Um, So that was exhausted all through last week. People talking about Nathaniel Hackett being uh, Green Bay's uh, offensive coordinator this past season. Mm-hmm. Uh, now is going to be the head coach over in Denver. Also leading to the theory that Aaron Rodgers will be the next he- next uh, quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Um, so good riddance. let's hope. Uh, Chicago also ended up hiring their next head coach as well in Matt Eberflus, uh, former defensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts, um, and they also hired a um, a a OC and defensive coordinator, but bigger news, offensive coordinator Luke Getzey. Uh, passing game coordinator and quarterback coach of Green Bay is now going to be in Chicago as the offensive coordinator calling plays because Matt Eberflus is going to hand over all play calling duties on both offensive and defensive sides of the ball. He is actually going to be a quintessential head coach, he has stated. Um, so he, he is going to oversee the entire team. He's not going to focus in on one. Interesting. So, okay. I I like it. I like I I like Matt Eberflus, but uh, I know it's a controversial topic. Um, right after Chicago did this though and hired Matt Eberflus, uh, I guess Dan Quinn was saying, "I'm going to Chicago or nowhere else," because the second Chicago <laughs> ended up hiring Matt Eberflus, Dan Quinn says, "Hey, sorry, not doing this. Going back to Dallas," um, and he declined the rest of his interviews. Uh, I think he had two more like finalist interviews elsewhere. I can't remember where, uh, and, but he said he's staying in Dallas. He's going to be the defense coordinator over there and he'll try again next year. Basically. Um, the giants, uh, controversially, uh, as we have learned of late hired, uh, Brian Dable as their next head coach uh, to pair up with Joe it's Um, we'll talk about it in a second. (laughs) And then uh, the Vegas Raiders—they uh, made some pretty big news as they ended up hiring uh, both Dave Ziegler as their G- GM from New England, um, and then followed right up by hiring Josh McDaniels less than twelve hours later uh, as their next head coach. I
1: like what they did. All right. That was that was that was nice. Uh, Vegas—I I would be excited if I'm. I'm a Vegas fan. I'm, I'm kind of excited about those.
0: Still got to figure out if they're actually, because I don't know if Josh McDaniels is going to enjoy working with Derek Carr. So, we'll see. If
1: Remember, was he not, wasn't he the coach with Tim Tebow? Josh McDaniels. In Denver, yeah. Didn't he get, like, the first year with him, was it? Maybe I don't remember. Man, it's such a blur back then. Because <laughs> um, I mean, because no. he got a lot. Because I mean, McDaniel got a lot of flack in, in Denver, but he didn't. Per how I remembered it, he didn't do all that bad there. It just it, and he didn't it, have a lot he of. He just weapons. didn't
0: live up to expectations. Is he kinda didn't what have it a lot either.
1: True. Which is kind of it. Was, he was he was on a very short leash there,
0: and he was super young. I mean, it, he, I got that. It he was goes just, back, he I and mean, he's the, basically been there. F- he's been back in New England for another but, eight years. But yeah, he <laughs>
1: went, but it was like his, it wasn't like where they just like, oh, his contract ended. and He went over to New England. They, they they fired him. You know, like yeah, man, they didn't let the man gracefully <laughs> leave for nothing. So he goes over and he just homes his skills over there, and um, you know, in New England, he had a, I think he had a. Offer or two, you know, to go elsewhere, and then he chose, No, I'm just gonna stay here and hang back. And, and he, well, and... he
0: did accept the Indianapolis job and then famously, right, had, just that. skipped out on the press conference. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm that He, he 11, did his best, Bill Belichick 11 and, a half <laughs> yeah.
1: so, it's y'all high and dry. yeah. But I like him, you know, now years removed, now and now he's over in Vegas, and you know, definitely. I think it's a fresh, a nice. I'm gonna say it's a fresh new start, but it, uh, it's a fresh start, not necessarily a new start, but a fresh start with with um McDaniel's when they and can get out of the shadow of this Gruden thing. That's yeah. it's kind of there, but it's kind of not there. It's not but,
0: there anymore. I mean, they had their buffer time, and I mean, and uh, with the former uh right head the interim head coach there, I am a little bit disappointed that they did not give him more of a shot at retaining the job, but. No, I understand. Regardless, I, it, if it wasn't Josh McDaniels, if it was, if they were going after a guy like Doug Peterson or uh, if they were going to be the ones to hire Luke Getze or something like that, mm-hmm. then I would have been like, come on, are you serious? But <laughs> right. it's Josh McDaniels. It is a prominent name. It is a guy who does carry some weight in the league as he has been the... Play caller of one of the most successful systems in all of the NFL of the last decade, uh, so I mean I, I can't really knock the hire by any means, and I, I'm excited to see what Josh McDaniels does uh, w- with this opportunity this time. Here, <laughs> um, Some other lesser, some some quieter hires that happened or promotions rather. Green Bay ended up promoting Adam Stanovich. Uh, he was the he was He was under Luke Getze for the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. And apparently there is some controversy with the fact that like basically Green Bay t- from the sound of it they were trying to re- they were trying to retain Luke Getze and Stanovich. They were trying to keep them both. They I think they knew they were going to lose Nathaniel Hackett. Okay. And high like at the end of it now hindsight being 2020 a lot of green bay fans were like oh we played everybody we the, he was the only one that we really wanted in Stanovich to stay and mm-hmm. whatever and i'm like oh he's the offensive line coordinator uh over there in green bay it right. was now he's the oc um but i was when they said that i was like no let's not try to have revisionist history here going into this, you guys wanted to retain everybody if you could, especially Nathaniel Hackett, but you guys realized, no, that's not going to happen. So you're like, well, Luke Getze is going to be our guy. You guys promoted Luke Getze last mm-hmm. week for a day until he was hired by Chicago. And he took that job and said, no, I'm going to go play call plays in Chicago. Right. And so I don't, I, I don't know what to really take away from it. I mean, Adam Stanovich, (laughs) like, yes, he probably is a decent offensive coordinator. I mean, he's been under the tutelage of Nathaniel Hackett for some time now. But at the end of the day, like, it wasn't your first guy. And and Adam Stanovich isn't going to be calling plays. It's going to be Matt LaFleur. So he's technically the OC and head coach over there. So he's kind of just offensive coordinator by name only. Mm. <laughs> so I, I I don't know I mean again I do think Adam Sinovich is probably a vi- I mean he orchestrated one of the best offensive lines in the in the NFC for quite some time up until this last season. So like I I'm not saying that it's a it's a bad move to to promote him but mm-hmm. I think you would have promoted any of the ones that you would have kept. Yeah. So mm. all I have to say there cuz Green Bay fans have been they're going into a spiral. I think that they are they are panicking right now. Say it with Jordan Love. Oh, hey. Save us. You really want to... <laughs> went out of your way to get that one. Jordan Love. Save Buffalo us. Buffalo is going to be uh, adding Joe Brady to their coaching staff. I don't know if they're actually making him the OC. I, I don't believe that they're making him the OC. I think he's just being added on to the, the offensive coaching staff over there. So that's going to be an interesting uh hire uh, over there. Um and then Jacksonville finally actually just this morning uh released that they have hired former NFL head coach and now Jacksonville head coach Doug Peterson uh will be running the show down there.
1: I like this one. This I like this fit. It's I think that's hey. sensible um after this Urban Meyer <laughs> debacle. <theatrical. laughs> Yeah, after that debacle, fiasco, ugh, God, just, whatever. Ugh. Once that ended, I, I just to get some, get to get a coach that is solid, that is grounded, and can get the you know grab the reins of this this franchise and get them back, you know, kind of going down the right path again, because obviously they lost the they they, they completely lost the year. This last year has just been a wash. So, I mean, outside of a little flash in the pants, nine to six victory over Buffalo, I, there's not much to take away from last year, positively, for um, Jacksonville. But Doug Peterson, respectable coach. I don't think he's the greatest thing walking, walking around here, but um, I'll be hard pressed to put a lot of coaches in front of him that's in the league right now, coaching or some of these coordinators i wouldn't necessarily take a slew of coordinators over this guy yeah he's proven and, um but him being put in a situation with a very young jacksonville team I, li- I like that i think jacksonville needs some type of you know they need discipline and they need someone that can guide and direct them
0: they know? need anything that's not urban meyer that's my sentiment yeah but
1: then <laughs> see but did you see, see that we're a bad team before urban meyer so
0: and they became worse. No, no. They just need they, to get they, back to being. I know, ge- just worse, generic but, bad. You
1: know, see, <laughs> see, that's like you know, that's like 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 Lord of the Rings stuff. When I, you know, I you got to crawl I before you can walk. To you got to walk before dungeon. you can run. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, I went down and I went down to the deepest dungeon on the highest mountain. What? Do high? Deep? What? What is that? What tables of measurements are we talking? They got to get
0: their head above water again.
1: That's what I'm trying. to It's just <laughs> conversion of worlds, man. It, it, it's. Yeah. With that being said, I Doug Peterson, I think can at least, if nothing else, he stirs the ship back in the right direction. And as soon as it pushes and started going, he's gonna get taxed. Simple as that. But I think he understands that.
0: Because uh, of- and and I agree. And I do. I do think it's. I'll say it's not a bad hire. As all I'm gonna say in that regard. All right. But so here, Doug because here is why. <laughs> this is the reason why I have this sentiment, and it's because of a different story. And let's get into it. There's been nine head coaching openings in the NFL this season. Mm -hmm. More than usual. And the reason why there's more than usual is because two African-American head coaches wrongfully got fired. And that is in, clearly, Brian Flores, which we will get into in a second, Mm -hmm. and uh, Houston, David Culley. Okay. Neither one of those two should have been fired this past season. I know David Cully was basically given the job understanding that he was the interim head coach, but first of all, you still haven't hired anybody telling me that you, you, you didn't even think about who you truly were trying to go after to upgrade off of David Cully. But two, David Cully was given the crappiest situation coming into the season. If we all remember everybody, suspected Houston was the worst worst option. And that's the reason why they were the last to hire their guy last season is mm-hmm. because they nobody wanted to work for them. And David Cully did the interview. He wowed them. He got the job. He comes in and he actually doubled the amount of wins than me and you thought this Houston team would have gotten. Yeah. I mean, gotten four wins with that roster was amazing. And the biggest thing was is that Davis Mills didn't look like a bad draft pick this season.
1: Oh, he actually looked like a very good prospect. Actually, yes. You know, can actually so, do some, build something with this guy.
0: Exactly. And so I'm looking at it and I'm going into the, into the off season, or off season playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? <laughs> uh, and, and I'm looking at it like, all right, well, let's see what he can do in year two. Let's see what a full off season with him calling mm-hmm. the shots. And, and obviously the, they have their GM over there who's calling the plays, but if anybody should have got fired, it was the GM for promising that they would have had some sort of headway with Deshaun Watson when nothing has been changed with the Deshaun Watson situation.
1: Right. Tell me, Brandon Cooks, David Mills, and Rex Burkhead can't it gonna make you tremble in your boots.
0: Man, get out of here. I mean, they, they fought tooth and nail every single game. They had only, I think, three or four actual blowouts this last season mm. and they upset Houston or they upset uh Tennessee once and almost did it again in week 18. Oh, you had it right the first time. <laughs> so, I I'm looking at a like that so when we're looking at the hiring process right now and like I said, two African American head coaches were clearly wrongfully fired in my opinion. And, and then we start hiring guys like I said, Matt Eberfluss was hired. Nathaniel Hackett was hired. Um, last week, uh, I mean, Brian Table was hired. Um, excuse me. Um, Doug Peterson was hired. Um, and, and so five of the nine head coaching openings, Josh McDaniels was hired. Five of the nine head coaching openings have now been filled. Mm-hmm. That's over half. Uh, not a single one of those guys are African American. Oh, and, and on top of that, not just African-American, every single one of them is white. Mm. And going into the last season, we had only three black head coaches. And like I said, two of them were wrongfully fired. Mm. And if we go back to the the rule that is the top of a conversation every single offseason, the Rooney rule, <laughs> When yeah. the Rooney Rule was instituted, how many head coaches, how many African American head coaches were there? Do you remember? When the Rooney Rule was instituted. Yeah. What year was it? I think it was two thousand, either three or five. Uh. Oh, it doesn't even matter. There were three. I like one. There were three black head coaches going into this last season. There were three black head coaches. That's no progress. And now there's one and Mike Tomlin, on the team that has the owner who implemented the damn rule in the first place. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, we've gone backwards. And I I am sick and tired of people saying progress takes time. Yeah, a whole lot of time, Courtney Young. Yeah. You've had almost, since just the Rooney rule was implemented, you've had 20 freaking years. Let's give it a nice round number. You've had 20 years, and we've gone backwards. What more time do I need? At the time, we didn't have a single minority owner, let alone a black owner, in the NFL. Ow. And now we have one in Shad Khan, who runs the worst-ran organization in all of the NFL, that the NFL is specifically trying to ship off to London. Mm. They don't even want that in America. They, they don't want the, the 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 minority. He's not even black. The dude's from Pakistan. <laughs> they don't even want him to represent the U.S. They want to ship him off. Are
1: we sensing uh, a connection here? Because, I mean, this is hmm, interesting. More.
0: <laughs> uh, I will say more because, also, there's only three black GMs during this hiring cycle
1: that's progress because they didn't have three black GMs back then so that is progress and i mean anything moving forward is progress this is what stalls out the problem because this again we were dealing with um sports related affirmative action here and it's mm. just it's exhausting um yeah we so so much further we need to go yeah, you know it's it's gonna be this back and forth, and you know what you were saying with the Brian Flores kind of ripping the bandaid off uh, an issue that has been here, and we kind of circled this every year, it's kind of got blown in their face this year.
0: Yeah, know? and and the, the, and but the, the, yeah. what pisses me off the most about mm-hmm. the reason why this is a a topic of conversation more this year than it has in prior seasons. Mm-hmm let's just go with the Brian Flores lawsuit because he has filed a lawsuit against the NFL and three separate NFL teams alleging racism and in, in racist practices in their hiring uh, uh processes. And with that, there is... There are multiple... If you read the actual eight-page lawsuit that he filed, there's so much in in connection with that that is specifically about race and specifically about during the times that he was going through his um his his hiring processes whether it was with denver and and doing interviews with them or uh his time in miami uh or dealing with this latest instance with the new york giants Mm -hmm. he's going through all of that and in that i mean most of it is about that he eventually just puts this one like it's one paragraph is about the incentive-based money that stephen ross owner of the miami dolphins tried to offer and, and incentivize brian flores to tank games uh in the 2019 season to try to go get eventually it was joe burrow but initially he was trying to get Tua to a which he actually ended up with Mm-hmm. So the whole reason why it's more – and this is the reason why a lot of people are talking about this is specifically because – not because of the racist hiring process and in, in the racism within the hiring process. It's because, no, the integrity of the shield is now in danger.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, not that.
0: Our money is now in danger because now what, what happens to our sports betting pro- sponsors? It's not about the actual issues with the gut – it it pisses me off that we're not talking about that. It's just we don't have African-Americans in positions of power. The league is 70 to 75 percent African-American player base wise. Mm-hmm. That's your freaking cash cow. That's what's making people watch football week in and week out are the players on the damn field. Right. And for those guys Put literally their lives on the line. We see what CTE is doing to Antonio Brown. Hmm. Hmm. We see what it did to uh, Aaron Hernandez. Right. It, it, there's countless cases of it, 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 it with with beyond reproach. That we've seen what brain injuries are doing to the players that that deal with this every single day, and they they do it voluntarily without question. They will take the all shots week in and week out just to continue to play a game that we all love watching for our entertainment and i'm not complaining about that because they it is a it it is an unfortunate reality with what this game is but we all buck up on sundays we get cozy on our couches and we watch these gladiators go at it week in and week out i've been doing it for over a decade you have been doing it since i've been born like it's without a question that we do this and we all understand that and we all we all know it but we all ignore it
1: yeah it's been normalized and uh,
0: again we just circle in the wagons like we always do and but now what we're talking about in and i actually had to make my first tiktok video today because somebody, some racist kid from white kid from Tennessee says that, oh, I love the NFL and, and there's no way it could be racist. And and, and he uh, cowardly turned off his stitches and duets uh, on TikTok. I know most of you old heads won't know what that means, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a way of responding you. to videos. I figured it was something uh, like that. So you, the younger ones out here, you'll understand. Uh,
1: <laughs> by the way, I'm not old, but go ahead. <laughs>
0: You have an old soul. <laughs> Regardless, uh, he 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 wouldn't allow people to respond to it easily. He knew when he put up his video that he was being racist and he was just trying to gaslight people. And I responded to it and 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 I and I put it I put my my thoughts in the comments. But the reason why I had to respond to it with my own video is because he specifically came at me with this. This one comment, and I'll read it verbatim, just just so that I don't I don't f this up. The NFL makes more black millionaires than any other corporation in the world. All caps facts. That's a broad stroke statement. If I ain't heard one, they make more black millionaires than any other corporation because they didn't do any work. They didn't go out there and put their lives on the line. They didn't put their lives on hold to to play the NFL game. you know Tom Brady famously has a rift between him and his wife, his supermodel wife that constantly is talking about how much the NFL is effing him over is th- that that whole situation that that putting your life on hold. Isn't something that we're sacrificing or or, or african american seventy to seventy five percent of the player base is is sacrificing to continue to play to play this game for your entertainment we're just not gonna we're just gonna ignore that
2: mm-hmm.
0: all the work that they put in back in college and high school oh, n- n- that never happened no. also so that I can hopefully make it out of this league without CTE and traumatic <laughs> brain injuries and hopefully live a regular life after the fact with my millions of dollars that were just bestowed upon me for no no other reason. Right. Right? <laughs> like, By yeah. the way, most NFL players don't make a million dollars in their career because they get 150 k because that's the veteran's minimum and they play under that for three years as the average lifespan in the NFL is.
1: Yeah. Needless all the expenses that they never talk about and fees and things.
0: It's... Oh and don't God. even get healthcare after the fact that they get cut by a team. They they have to take on that medical bill by itself. But we don't talk about that because that's not the fun part about football. No, not at all. Not to say though. that this league isn't racist is is... <laughs> It, it's childish, and it's, it's 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 America for you. Let's just ignore the problem, because by the way, that wasn't even the point that I had made to this this. I don't even know how old He's it, it, a grown ass man. I just call him a child because he's being a child, but he's grown ass man. Does not understand that that wasn't even the point that I was making. That they that they make money. Hmm. Seventy to seventy five percent of the player base is African American. Why then is less than 6% of the men in in power in the NFL whether it's a head coach, GM, owner, less than 6% of those roles are filled by African Americans or not even African Americans, just minorities
2: in general. Mm. Cuz
0: black people can't think. <laughs> I, I, I'm i preaching to the choir here, but, I mean, I've learned most of this. I, I admire your passion. You know, it, it pisses me off because there's it just... I, I understand that there are differing views in the fact that it's just not something that you're aware of. But to blatantly ignore it while people are screaming about it and giving you irrefutable evidence of it you don't even need Brian Flores' uh, lawsuit to 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 talk about the the because I I said this in my video. Just because one white person doesn't perceive to be racist, I'll just leave it there because that that's a whole other conversation in itself or one white person over here doesn't perceive to be racist, or one white person over here doesn't perceive to be racist, does not mean that systematic oppression and racism doesn't exist. Right. The system is flawed. The system is broken, and that is what our whole point has freaking been. Even Stephen A. Smith, the the golden child of the worst sports network in all (laughs) of history, is... Has said this multiple times. But because he's black, we only want to talk about him when he's saying, telling guys to stay off the weed or Aaron Rodgers is such a bad man. Interesting. That's all he's known for. Whereas most of the time he's talking about there is systematic issues with these leagues. Not just the NFL, but the NFL is the worst of them all. Like, I, I, I,
1: it's, a, it's a long it's an age old problem that, and, and that's... as an NFL fan we have had to learn to accept and endure simultaneously with the game we love to watch um,
0: it's, and why I don't have any hope for anything to change like as much as we're talking about it today we've been talking about it for 20 damn years and we've gone backwards. Why would I have any hope that this lawsuit is going to change anything? Good question. Because, by the way, in our next topic, we found that the NFL loves to cover things up. <laughs> I mean, do you have anything to, to add on to the Brian Flores conversation before we move on?
1: I think it's just unfortunate that the situation has come this far. and. Even bigger than that, to some degree, from an NFL standpoint, why does saying doesn't have a job? Not so much, you know. I don't understand what happened with New York and all that, and text messages with Bill Belichick.
0: How how does Bill know about this beforehand? Well, we know how, but uh, let's let's like obviously let's not put the cart before the horse.
1: <laughs> <freaking> <laughs> Junior GMO. Bill yeah. Belichick
0: knows everything. No. <laughs>
1: yeah junior commissioner
0: over here um don't take that title away from Jerry Jones <laughs>
1: his world he, he think he's the
0: emperor. He, he owns the NFL
1: i'm the emperor <laughs> <laughs> you know, like okay more power. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right we have to bring some sort of lightheartedness to this conversation cuz it's depressing <laughs> 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 we broke Something. him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This this segment has gone off the rails. Oh, we're
1: doing <laughs> our best crappy Star Wars impression. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Senator Palpatine. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's just an egregious offense in light of, in the contextually speaking of everything that has been said this man don't even have a damn job. And when I last looked, he wasn't at the bottom tier of coaches. You know, he wasn't on anybody's hot seat. And this man just, you know, we're just gonna go a different direction Mm -hmm. because this is what we do. And you know, in matters of racism and discrimination, there's a lot of this. That's the quick. It, it is.
0: It is. Just realize I never went through what Brian Flores' situation actually was in my whole diatribe oh, really didn't. That's what I'm <laughs> just bringing up.
1: You know, but you know, as it, you could fill in the blanks. but yeah. I, I just, but the fact that the man don't have a job, I'm just getting right to the point. Yeah. You know, he's out of a job. Is it unfairly? I most can argue either way, but I think most would side. Ah, yeah, something's a little fishy around this. Why? What the hell's going on? And you, you
0: can tell that something's fishy because I'm talking about when from it, being released, yeah. from Miami to what happened in New York. Not well, we not even. Year. I mean, you can leave New York aside. What, what just what happened in Miami was fishy because we were all stunned when we got the news Brian Flores was being released from his duties in in Miami. We were all like, "What the? How, what happened? Why?" The, and and we chopped it up as. Mm-hmm. That's just a dysfunctional organization being a dysfunctional organization, right? They they're just they they they're changing things up for the sake of changing things up. We didn't even think about the the racial epitaph that came with it.
1: No, I didn't, cause I guess cause you know what's being preached to us in this Rooney Rule <laughs> thing is, hey, the Rooney Rule is have sham, gotten by the so way so much better. You remember there were no black coaches, and then there
0: was one. Now there's three, you know. You see how that's. I think the most we've ever had in the NFL was like six. I'll just make it.
1: it, if, If you close your eyes really tight and just listen to the same story. You can almost take yourself back in time anywhere you want to go. And you've heard the same story almost damn near verbatim.
0: And the issue with that is, is that we become so desensitized to it that anytime that we hear it, we just start to tune it out.
1: Yeah. And that's what they want. Yeah, as opposed to reacting to it and each and every single time until this nonsense and this poison and hatred and just this waywardness just is finally become something. You know,
0: it, it's challenged, it's checked, and it's dealt with. You know Why because, do why would I think that there's going to be anything different after the Super Bowl? No. We're going to be so high after having such a great game during the Super Bowl. We're not going to talk about the fact cause, that this racial cause issues with, coming out. That's
1: happen. what I'm saying. Exactly. You because where's the cover-up? The cover-up is, look at all of these candidates getting offers for jobs and getting lined up for interviews. It don't matter if you're not even going to hire me. With the the fact
0: that you literally are just interviewing Brian Flores just because you you have to. I I was going to say, thank you. (laughs) The Rooney
1: Rule, all that did is secure people of color, candidates, an opportunity just for an interview. That's all of that was not the same opportunities to get the job like anybody else because what exactly does that criteria follow it ain't just getting the damn interview because obviously they can sit there and size you up before when you walk through the door and in brian flores's position they can size you up days before your interview and mistakenly you know, leak the information out to other people. And and that it. person,
0: and the person that leaked it is going to get fired, and they're going to be the scapegoat for the rest of the organization that was a racist P- POS.
1: Yeah, I mean, am I surprised that racism runs rampant in America? No, absolutely not. Am I surprised that racism has reared its ugly head in the state of New York? I didn't even bat eyelash. Like, wow, that was no shock value here. You know, you the, know? the
0: crazy thing about the about the, the Giants in this whole situation. If we go back and look, one, they were the last team in the entire NFL to start an African American quarterback. Hmm. Geno Smith. Interesting. They were also the only NFL team that has never had an African American head coach.
1: You know and taking he had his issues in state of new york and the state of florida talking about racism gotta look at the political spin on all of this look at the states you all make the connection (laughs) i'm you know i i don't want to go down it's just it all connects to some degree believe it disagree i don't care comment I i don't care but my point being is this is a very valid story um it's it's coming from a fan aspect that I'm trying to gear up for a Super Bowl run and something. It's coming at a very weird time. However, it's coming right when it needs to come because it came up when it happened, basically. True. So it, it's just it's unfortunate in the sense of, damn, timing couldn't be worse for this to happen. But the point is, it shouldn't never be happening, you know. And of course, with this sham, like as you just stated, called <laughs> the Rooney Rule, you know, just. Guarantees you a possibility of a interview. Hint, hint, when the it.
0: when the job is already given away, um, yeah, quota filling. Let's run through it really quickly. So, former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores files a lawsuit against uh, NFL and three other teams: Miami, Denver, and New York, the Giants, um, for racial discrimination through the NFL hiring process. Um, the like I said earlier, the 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 lawsuit also alleges. Uh, Dolphins owner uh, Stephen Ross tried to incentivize uh, Brian Flores to tank in the 2019 season for a better draft pick, um, and also former Browns head coach Hugh Jackson also alleges the same incentive-based structure for tanking uh, was a um, proponent to his bismal his just tragic record in 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 Cleveland uh, during his, that stint. So apparently he also was he actually came out and said that he was actually uh received $750,000 in incentives to tank so not necessarily telling us how much he wa- how much he was making per per loss over there but um he was given that opportunity now the thing about that is that okay that's two african american head coaches that have been have now stated that they have been given this incentive based for tanking my question is I have two questions, how many African American head coaches in the, in the past have been given, there's not many of them by the way, how many of them have been given this incentive pay structure or been offered money to tank games and two is there a single white head coach that has ever been asked to tank games, whether to receive money or not. Hmm. <clears throat> and we, in <laughs> speaking of cover-ups, will never know, because the NFL will never allow that information to get out. That you want to be- know how I know? It's because they literally covered something else up this week. <laughs> and let's get to it. So let's start with some lighter news before we get into that. Washington uh-huh. has settled on their team name, <laughs> it's the Commanders. Oh, uh, yeah. It sucks. And their their uniforms are horrible, by the way. I don't know if you saw I them. They either. are absolute trash. Is it
1: the same color scheme? One no. of them is. One of them.
0: Yep. What do you mean one Their one of them? red one is the same scheme. It actually looks like... It literally looks like the Washington football team just with Commanders on the front. Um. Whereas they have a black scheme that does nothing for me it's black and gold they basically look like a pop warner pittsburgh steelers clone and they have an away white uniform with this ugly three times gradient with like polka dots in its numbers it's ugly you got to look them up and, and and look at them later they the the away uniforms are absolutely horrid those are the most disgusting thing I've ever seen.
1: What is a commander?
0: Something else that's racist. Um. <laughs> mm. I want to get back to their, their history. Regardless, um, here is where the tragic news comes. Um, Well, I guess it's actually good news because now we are actually getting some real information out of this. Because me and you both have sa- stated that the probe that um, was going through and investigating the sexual assault allegations for the Washington Football Team were completely ashamed. Washington Football Team at the time, Commanders. Now I'm gonna have to get used to that. Um, that that it investigation. Doesn't roll the tongue, right? It doesn't. It's horrible. Uh, they had so many other options, <laughs> so many other options for for better team names, and they went with this one. And it's and the only reason why they went with this one is because they they figured that they weren't going to get a lawsuit for it which is funny because now they're going through congress who a committee is now investigating them um so hilarious um <laughs> but we have been talking about how we feel like there has been a major cover up with that investigation and right. the NFL to come out and say that there there's nothing to see here we we've done our investigation we we found nothing they're fine Move on, mm-hmm. keep a, avert your eyes. Let's let's watch some football now and expect us to not say the hell was that? Why l- Give us some information.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We both said that it was a sham, and we both said that it was some BS. Yeah. Oh, are you still looking at the, the uniforms? I, I, yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Sorry, he's making faces over here because they're 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 that bad. <laughs> they suck. Uh, you can say it. You, they suck. I, I, <laughs>
1: No, it's not as bad as I thought it was going. To be. I'm not sitting there getting excited. Those I, are horrible uniforms. I'm I'm looking beyond. I, I started the. Hel- I like the helmet. I'm not even talking about the uniform. I think they washed the helmet. Looks nice. I don't like the new W. Oh man! Come on.
0: You just no, I I really like. I, I just adding the lines just doesn't like. I'm like okay. Stay the Washington football team if you were going to do this. Regardless, back oh, to I
1: was going. I was going
0: to say all that to say I'm,
1: I, that was really my sense Why don't you just stay the football team? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Y'all had that little college look, like that vintage college look.
0: You yeah, know, they're going in the wrong direction because now they look like a Pop Warner team with these uniforms.
1: Man, like, what Shane Falco at? Oh, what are they? The Sentinels. <laughs> That's this right. what this is. Okay, move it
0: on. Back to the <laughs> So we we both thought that this was a complete sham of an investigation that the NFL was doing to just cover up the egregious atrocities that were happening in this Washington organization. Uh we were right. Let's just a round of applause for us. We, we we said it, we called it, it was a cover-up because hmm. uh the NFL, like I said, had previously stated. Um, that there was no written record of the investigation and its findings uh, throughout this entire process, because the the reason why there was no written record is because the the investigation and its findings were reported orally to the NFL, and that's why they could not release any information because they didn't have any documents to hand over to the to the, to the journalist. Wow, want to know why that is? Why is that? The NFL didn't disclose that they were the ones who asked the firm that was coming in to do the investigation to do the process orally. It was initially requested when that, when the, when the firm coming in to do the investigation, the independent firm was coming in to come do their investigation. The request was for it to be done in written or be a written record. Mm -hmm. And that's what Washington had, had applied for the NFL stepped in and said, Hey, we know we initially applied for a written record. We want this to be done orally instead. Mm-hmm. They covered it up from the get-go because what they found was that egregious and on top of that the the committee uh, came out and also said um, that they feel they they were very skeptical of the NFL and their processes throughout this investigation process because the nFL actually agreed with the washington football team that throughout this committee hearing that they should be going through their defense strategy uh in joint legal strategy with the washington football team that they weren't that the nfl was not going to be an independent defendant Mm. in this situation and the committee stated that that raised a ton of doubts that they were that that everything that they had done the NFL with their own investigation that they were going to be an independent and 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 be truthful behind the Washington Football Team's allegations. Interesting. So those things did not happen. Complete cover up. <laughs> the NFL just basically expunged any record of what the Washington Football Team did throughout. Daniel Snyder's time, while he was being uh, investigated, or even during the time that there were allegations of sexual harassment and sexual assault in his building, the NFL did their investigation. They, I'm assuming, now this is speculation. This is only because Curtis Five's thought this is, does not reflect the opinions of Curtis Four or the Square Studios. <laughs> Basically, they had to have seen something so egregious that they were like, we can't have any record of this being on file. This cannot be shown. Hmm. And they told the law firm to come in, do their investigation, but hey, we know you requested it to be a written record. Can't have that. Need to do this all orally, hush-hush, keep it under the table. Sign this NDA, by the way. Hmm. And on top of that, even Congress as corrupt as they are, see the corruption that is happening here, and is like, hold on, wait, give us some information because that that's fishy, right? And if there is any, uh, if this is any other entity, any other just regular old business, they would be hit with the furthest extent of the book. Yeah, but since it's the NFL and they make so much money and they have politicians in their pockets they, they 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 are the puppet master behind the nf the the, the america cash crowd it,
1: <laughs> Breathe.
0: it you cover up that and on top of that like the 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 news of corruption from the nfl this week it makes me so upset it, it you're going to for one Legalizing sports betting is going to be a a slog now for reasons throughout this lawsuit. I was already defeated as a black man because I knew that the, but first of all, this country was racist and that the n f l was racist, and that was never going to change. It was only hit home harder for me this week and then, as somebody who would like to start a family in the future and might end up having daughters or has sisters for there to be so much sexual assault allegations that were not properly uh, investigated and whatever was found out was so bad that it had to be expunged from the record. We're just this week for terrible news is just beating me down.
1: Do you want to know what the worst of it was, though?
0: Yeah, Kansas City lost. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> man. I have to bring that back to football now. But truthfully, that was the worst. Because and what made it the worst is it started with that. Yeah. Just the beginning of a very, very long downward spiral of all, all this week, and it's only Friday.
0: Only Friday. Oh, by the way, Houston is expected to announce their new head coach this this upcoming weekend. Um. Yeah, we leaning.
1: I know there was, some, there was a few... They're saying
0: before. that Brian Flores is a finalist, which is hilarious to me. Uh, but it looks like it's going Josh McCown. So, another white guy. Um, and also, Brian Flores is a finalist for the New Orleans Saints job, but also Eric bien is. So, I would assume Eric bien gets that job if they do want to try to save face and say that, hey, we did hire an, an African-American this cycle. Hmm. New Orleans might be that, that spot. I have no idea what's happening in Miami. To 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 fix that job, um, and then there's one more job opening. Which one is it?
1: Oh my gosh! Oh, Minnesota. Just about
0: Minnesota doesn't have theirs, and and oh, but technically, the the news is that Kevin O'Connell, another white guy, should be getting the job over there, but uh for some reason it sounds like they're not going to announce it until after the season when the rams are done playing cuz Kevin O'Connell is the offensive coordinator for the I for the rams. No, no takers for Leslie Frazier, interesting. No. Uh not that not that I've heard of. The the greatest I think was hope
1: for a front runner for a lot of jobs. The
0: greatest hope for an African American to get a job is in New Orleans right now. So. All right.
1: Well, that's that.
0: Yep. <sighs> well, that's all the headlines that I have. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else? Anything? Any breaking news over the last hour, hour and a half? Nothing that uh, came across my my phone.
1: Usually <laughs> so, the... I'm on top, but it was nothing. It's yeah. been quiet. It's Friday. It's... Nothing going on I,
0: I'm expecting Houston to announce Josh McCown tomorrow on Saturday. So.
1: Okay, because I don't oh. feel
0: I don't think they will do it during the Pro Bowl. So it's
1: very interesting with the uh, Jim Harbaugh situation.
0: Speaking of this, yeah, coaching yeah. thing,
1: I, I you know I want to get away from black white.
0: yeah, second. let's talk about that for a minute.
1: But yeah, I thought that was interesting. And um, let's see, came out to Minnesota um, with the intentions of it was his job to lose. It was basically just his job to turn down, and he the- walks away with no deal.
0: So what it sounds like is uh, there's a bunch of speculation with what the hell happened in that situation, because yeah. if I'm <laughs> if, if, if I'm a prominent college coach on national signing day, taking an interview for an NFL job, I'm basically saying, yeah, bump this college gig, bud. I'm going to the NFL. I'm going to the big show again. Right. Uh, Which is what we all expected. Mm-hmm. And when he took that when he when he took that interview, I was like, oh, damn. Minnesota's about to get Jim Harbaugh. I
1: thought it was
0: locked. I I thought it was locked up. I thought it was. I I thought it was basically a a, a done deal. But apparently, it wasn't because <laughs> there's speculation that the Minnesota Vikings organization there were some people higher up that were not on board with Jim Harbaugh, and the speculation was that. Uh, Mensa, the new GM over there, mm-hmm. he apparently, uh, worked with, um, Harbaugh back in, I believe San Francisco. Um, and so he has been a big proponent for him. Jim Harbaugh was talking about, Hey, I want full roster control. I I want this, that, and the other. And Mensa was probably on board for that. Whereas some of the higher ups were like, no, we hired you to take care of that. Mm-hmm. We're not giving that to harbaugh he couldn't beat ohio state why are we letting him come in and try to take over the the nfc north right and apparently harbaugh was under the impression himself that he was getting the job and that's the whole reason why he came out and when he quickly realized that minsa was trying to get him to understand that first of all, this is a real interview. This isn't like a, a, a sham interview like mm-hmm. most things, but regardless. um, And that you like, you've got to wow them. Right. And partially also, you have to let go of the thought that you're going to have roster control because they're not going to, that's not going to fly. Apparently, he didn't do enough reconciliation before the interview because goes in, does the interview, and gets back on a plane and make sh- shoots out a tweet saying Michigan we're it's all or nothing we're 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 going all in <laughs> wow so
1: well Minnesota we'll go the way to um shank get another kick I was saying <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a good one I, I like that one uh no because I yeah. have this I have the same sentiment because when I saw that he that he was interviewing and I thought that he was going there I was like Damn, they found a way to actually one up it because if Aaron Rodgers leaves, it's Minnesota or Chicago to win this damn division. Yeah. And for all let me let me get into my my fandom here. For all these naysayers out here saying that Matt Ibraflus is a bad hire. Right. Miss me with that. We needed a culture freaking change. <laughs> I don't care that yes, offensively we are one of the worst offenses in history. But we have guys, we've got players. We, we we have a top five running back in David Montgomery. We have one of the best young talents at quarterback in Ju- Justin Fields. We've got Darnell Mooney, who was everything that we were hoping that um, Anthony Miller could have been and more. Oh, Anthony Miller. <laughs> so I I am, I mean, we we've, we've got at least a number two in Darnell Mooney. If he can t- take another step and become a one, Awesome. If we can just go sign a number one, awesome. I either way, I'm I'm happy with that situation. and We just need to add another receiver to the mix. Cole Komet, he's a very very talented tight end, and that that is a guy that late in the season really came on for Justin Fields.
1: I'm in the top fifteen.
0: Okay, moving on. It fixed the offensive line. We're looking pretty good, and we've got a defensive minded coach that can really get a mentality of. Hey, we get back to the fundamentals and play tough football on the defensive side of the ball. Stop trying to get every single interception or fumble and let's just secure the tackle for one. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm going to give all of my energy to building a roster around Justin Fields. And we are going to build a scheme to highlight the, the, the great things and the reasons why we drafted Justin Fields in the first place. Right. And on top of that, as a head coach, what I'm going to do at Matt Eberflus, I'm going to come in and just instill a culture of gritty, hard-nosed football, come in, do your job, get to work and become a team, become a group that meshes together. Mm -hmm. That is what we needed. We needed to get this, the, like I said, Ted Phillips just exuded complacency into this organization. Hmm. Matt Iberflus is going to come in here and I feel is going to sweep all of that BS out of the way because he he's made it very clear. There's things that need to be fixed with this team. Within yeah. his interviews and his one-on-ones and with his press conference – He's made it quite clear that he understands that there is a lot of stuff that needs to be cleaned up with the with, with the Bears organization for one and with the team and roster for sure. He understands that. Right. But on top of that, he understands that mm-hmm. there is a ton of talent on the team. We has gotta hone in on those guys. Yeah. So in the fact that the the number one thing is to build around Justin Fields, let's get that done.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be good to see that for it. So
0: Chicago. I mean, Chicago has a really good opportunity here. If Aaron Rodgers leaves the the the, the, the NFC North, if he gets out of here, this thing is wide the frick open for Let's anybody who to take it. Whether it's Green Bay to take it with, uh, Jordan Love, if Jordan Love becomes anything worth a damn. Right. I mean, Minnesota has a really good structure for the most part. To me, you're paying forty five million dollars to. To Kirk Cousins, a dude that nobody in Minnesota wants.
1: It's a charity.
0: So at that point, I am looking at it like, okay, Chicago has, if Aaron Rodgers is gone, Chicago has the only quarterback that is wanted by both the franchise and the the fan base Hmm. in in the NFC North. they're, They're the only team with a quarterback that is wanted. They've got most of the pieces already set up offensively outside of the offensive line. Defense is pretty solid for the most part. Plus, Chicago has the most cap space outside of Detroit of any team in the NFC North. 30 million dollars to go spend on fixing the holes that they have offensive line and defensive back. Hmm. So, why why couldn't Chicago with a new philosophy come in and with the development of the young guys in leading with the young guys come out there and play fantastic football next season. Where mm. they were only a year removed from playing fantastic football two two years ago. So I for <laughs> people saying that Chicago has no chance at winning this division, I as long as Aaron Rodgers leaves I think Chicago should be the not the odds on favorite, but they should at least be number two to win the division this next season.
1: I, I may agree, but it's not even a conversation I would even entertain at this time of year. Anyway, it's, you got to wait to see what we do with the offseason. Exactly. This is like, you know, it's, you can get into the whole, how you going to write my team off right now? That's how bad your team is. That's, you know, it's kind of type of bickering nonsense. Like, you can't even have a real conversation. It's the offseason. You got to see what's happening. 14 and
0: 18, the last two seasons.
1: Yeah, it's just like, but at the same, you know,
0: barely under five hundred.
1: We don't know anybody. Injuries haven't set in. Offseason injuries. I'm talking about. You know, it's all kinds of factors that can't really have this conversation right now. With uh, and have a real one. Yeah. Outside of massive speculation, but for somebody just taking strongly, your team's gonna suck, dude. I haven't even had the time, hours in the day, <laughs> minutes to even argue about something as subjective as that. Yeah. Like correct. You know. So, but with that being said. Completely understand your sentiment. You know it's it's open season. That's what I, I I've just heard
0: multiple times on, on sports talk radio Chicago's got no chance and, and and if Aaron Rodgers leaves, this is Minnesota's Minnesota's division for the taking. Sorry, what? I'm sorry, last time I checked, I didn't know that we were any team with a middling quarterback getting forty five million dollars was the odds on favor to win a damn thing.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go further if that was the case with what, what happened this year Ooh.
2: I'm just, Ooh.
1: when I last looked <laughs> it was the 17 game season and you played Green Bay twice that's 15 other games that had nothing to do with Green Bay so whether Aaron Rodgers is there or not to your point <laughs> what in the hell What? okay you got Got Kirk Cousins next year. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Oh. Aaron Rodgers don't play directly against Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins doesn't come in to blitz Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers don't come to blitz, you know, and yeah. try to sack Kirk Cousins. I'm like, what are you talking? You know, it's, it's getting bizarre at this point. And to your point, it's all that to say that for as much as anybody would love to say Minnesota would be the odd on favorites to just run away with the division. It can equally be stated for Chicago. If not even for damn Detroit for that matter. You know, uh, but it, it's absurd at this point. Um, it's an absurd conversation, especially when it's all season. I just can't get into a serious NFL conversation. Anyway, it, mm-hmm. people have tried and I've, Pretty much stopped them in the middle. i like, I can't even do this contextually just because we're skipping over so much. And like, what are we really talking?
0: The draft isn't even happened yet, right?
1: And we just, man, you know, let's let's talk, let's talk, you know, draft pers- perspective, pers- perspective draft prospect, prospect, <laughs> possibility <laughs> scenario. Tr- like, really, I'm just gonna sit here and reminisce about trade scenarios that. Have not even been
0: speculating you haven't played the super bowl right it, <laughs> the season's not over
1: thank you i'm like can we just stay at this year like bottom line chiefs are you know j- still warm in the grave. you know <laughs> this season trust me this season's not over you no know, i'm like i'm still dealing i've just gotten myself back to a place where i can talk football again yeah. and look forward and you know find the angle as to what's gonna make this super bowl interesting like a bunch of bets.
0: So Oh, I actually put my first prop bet already in. All right. By the way, yes. again, You're I correct. think I, I teased it in the last episode. I am so disgusted with Cincinnati. <laughs> All you needed to do was get Joe Mixon in the damn end zone. I my parlay would've hit.
1: Yeah, they they were spoilers in a lot of ways.
0: So annoying. Regardless, my prop bet is in. Four legs, four touchdowns, anytime touchdowns for for this uh Joe Mixon, okay. uh, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and who's my fourth leg actually on that one? I believe that it's Cam Akers, but I can't be 100% certain on that. Did you didn't do OBJ? I don't think I did. I might have, though. It, it's entirely possible. I I'm... think
1: he would be the risky.
2: Come on! Oh my goodness!
0: But it, regardless, there's one more guy on that one, and it's twenty five dollars to win two hundred seventy five. Oh, wow! All all four of them just get one anytime touchdown. Yeah, we got
1: to discuss prop bets over the weekend. I yeah, there was, I've been waiting to try to figure out how. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying again, that's what's going to make the Super Bowl relevant for me. Um, well, uh, the team I mean, that I have, took at the beginning of the season. is the I'm team annoyed that's in it, with so. the Cincinnati part of this. I just, I think this is a bad represent bad representation in the Super Bowl. I, I'm not saying they're a bad team. I ain't saying they're a bad team to be representing something. I think this is a bad representation in the Super Bowl. That's what I said. So, what do I mean? What I just said. <laughs> I don't want my words twisted. I know exactly what I'm saying, but um, I'm gonna say it in vain. No, I won't. <laughs> we'll say Super Bowl stuff. A
0: little. Yeah, next week you guys can get it. We'll, we'll get actually into previewing the game. He'll get over the Cincinnati stuff and actually be able to analyze and 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 give some analysis on on how this this game might go. I'll
1: be talking about this for the next forty years. Let me explain the one day it made no sense ever in the nfl
0: nobody wants to hear you nag on and on about a team that lost uh no, I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. Whoa. <laughs> I'm messing with them here well we want to thank you guys at least for listening and sticking with us through that whole diatribe there um let us know your thoughts down below um am i am i being a bigot for for thinking that the nfl is racist or yeah, this, not, this, this
1: this story went. This this segment went kind of serious. Yeah, the, I mean, it's,
0: there are some serious allegations, and, and there are some, yeah, some I mean, things it, that we've seen over and over again that we, as African-American males, have, have witnessed and, and watched and have called out time and time again, and nobody listens. So it's becoming a, a yeah, so during, recurring segment.
1: So during Pro Bowl week, what better time <laughs> to get, like I said, while we have a break, to get some other stories in. Things and um, related to the NFL, not necessarily what's going on right there on the gridiron. So, yeah, uh, this is this has been quite a week. Um, starting starting Sunday Sunday night, <laughs> this has been difficult for me. So it's you know we're some few days out and got about another week to go before I got to get this bad taste out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah well yeah we got a little while before we get some more football in our blood yeah um so we'll be uh, holding on and holding out for that um hold on here i've actually got four leg. oh yeah cooper cup odell beckham joe mixon and jamar chase all score one anytime touchdown that happened yeah i would say odell should get a touchdown in his first time in the super bowl that's the whole reason why he wants to be there i will would be more brave so Hey, yeah, that's I, that's four. That's no, a four leg parlay.
1: No, no, I hear it. I was like, I, I noticed that, and I, I, I've been listening to some sports betting on on, on the radio as well, um, more so than I ever have been. Yeah, I never hear this guy's name ever mentioned. in None of, none of the profits, which be is fascinating. I mean, fascinating. T Higgins getting no love. I just I don't understand it. The the guy, this guy, I get what's happening this year and i get the risk if you know, if if if, if, if for whatever reason mr joe cool decide to go the other direction
0: i know i don't have any problem with taking t higgins it, to it's me a safe prop a prop bet M- mine are all parlays that's the reason why i don't allow t higgins to be in a part of my parlay because just what you said there is a time problem. where he will there where joe cool just be like nah screw it i'm going the other way i don't care and mm-hmm. and that to me, is too risky to put into a parlay where it's just like, okay, well, if you don't, if he, if J- Joe Burrow just goes, F it, I'm going to Jamar Chase. I get it. I I, I have to some stick with him. Some parlays. <laughs> which makes I got this a one, parlay, the plus 1,100.
1: I'm just saying, just just some parlays is really swinging for the fences. You know, it is the risky play. I'm putting them in.
0: Man, I'm I am trying to hit, guarantee multiplying my money over here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the risk that i'm taking is Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham is not a, is not a touchdown machine. It's just to me, this is the Super Bowl. Sean McVay is going to be has to do whatever he can to try to get Odell Beckham to want to stay in LA as he's going to become a free agent after the season. So catching yeah. a touchdown pass in the in the Super Bowl, you don't do that everywhere. True. Uh, as he already knows with two previous franchises he's been a part of. So That's True. If he catches one there, that's almost like, dude. Come on, what what else? What what other <laughs> what other thing do we got to put on our resume for you to come back? Right. So that's that. I mean, we'll probably get into more prop bets, and I'll probably make some more prop bets uh, as as we get closer to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm waiting for those lines because uh, most of the prop bets actually haven't been put out yet. Yeah. Um. So I was I was fortunate enough to get that one. So well we'll probably talk about more of that next week um so again thank you guys for listening uh let's have a discussion in the comments down below uh if you guys have any solutions to the multitude of issues in the NFL definitely let's 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 talk about that let's uh this is a time uh for the next couple of days before we get into all of the fun and and glitz and glam of the Super Bowl let's have a serious conversation beforehand and then let's have some fun next week so Let's talk about it. Let's have a discussion, and let's let's just have fun going into Super Bowl week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's lessen the blow as much as we can. I, I'm sorry. I'm
0: he's over here hurting, uh, looking into Super Bowl week. So
1: this this man, I can't get up. I can't get up since now. I'm sorry. You know, you're gonna I mean, watch
0: the Super Bowl. Don't 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 try no, to come no, at me like no, you're not gonna. No. Do it.
1: This, this is this is. This is New England Rams all over again. This is the same. I was the same way. I was just like, I don't, I don't like this Super Bowl. And, and let me just say, in the game played, and when it was over, I'm like I really didn't like this Super Bowl. It just was. So I'm not saying that this one was going to be bad. I like this matchup a lot better than with that. <laughs> what happened four years ago? But I'm just like, man, Rams, y'all are putting out. I mean, y'all opponents have just been horrible in the Super Bowl these last. This past decade, I just I don't like, I don't like their opponents at right, all.
0: But you gotta In the general, run up to get there. They have been knocking off, so they have had some 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 dog fights. So I mean, and I, it lo-
1: and it looks very good from one side. But a Super Bowl is always you generally it's just that prototypical traditional.
0: Why got I wanted two legit the, teams. the Chiefs to do it, but Andy Reid effed it up for all of us. So. I Let's go ahead We will catch you guys next week We will preview the Super Bowl Stay tuned More <laughs> stuff to come But yeah, we'll get to that when the time comes So thank you guys again for listening And we will catch you guys in the next one Good night